She's threatening to tell my dad. Then just be real with her. Do you know who she is? Richard Alfred would have taught you better manners. Let's leave my father out of this. As hard as I have tried to get over you, I can't. Bring her to me. Alright, Joe, what's up, man? We back, you know what I'm saying? In here in Gotham. No, uh, this is uh Knights in Gotham Podcast. This is the Carefree Black Nerd Review over uh Batwoman, CW and DC Comics Batwoman, the newest addition to the Arrowverse squad. Squad? Okay. Uh I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, and I have with me, like I do every episode, y'all should know by now. Sid Davis from the Social Introvert Podcast back once again to talk about this Batwoman drama going on. Yeah. Trying to connect the dots of the story. Look, man, we all in here trying to get this shit done. Uh, This is Season 1, Episode 7. So, y'all, when you're listening to this episode of Nights in Gotham, use that hashtag KIGPod. When you're watching Batwoman Live on Sunday nights, use that hashtag KIGPod. When you're watching on the CW app, when you watch it on YouTube, bootleg, syndication, years from now, use that hashtag KIGPod. Let us know that you're listening. Um... Yeah, so season one, episode seven. Tell me the truth. Uh, what's your general impression, man? How we feeling? Um, overall, I I felt I was seeing it coming. I'm like, all right, we gonna get an episode because we spoke on this before, and I said there's gonna be an episode where it's gonna be like nothing but like a soap opera feel. <laughs> yeah. And this was the, I, I think this was the episode. Okay. Okay. I, I think this is the one right here. Okay. Um, overall, it, it wasn't too bad. I wish they would have focused more on, like I said, that they need to give us what they gave us on episode five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. True. But oh. I, I can't, I can't trip too much over this episode. It was all right. Okay. Well, good, good. No, I feel the same way. I it had its ups and its downs. Um, I'm I think I'm willing to give Batwoman more of a, um, pl- uh, I don't know what rope, not rope. I'm just I'm giving it a bit more time to fill itself out, probably more than other shows that I'm watching now because this is the first season, and she got a lot of shit to take on. You you the quote unquote Batman of the Arrowverse. I mean, until actual Batman shows up, you are a queer woman you are dealing with a cast full of so i you you're living in batman's shadow so i'm giving her a bit of a pass um not a big one but i'm giving him a pass but i do like a lot of the things that are going on um this opening scene i gotta go back to my issue before you when a black person on screen they in handcuffs so they have been, yeah i noticed that watching it maybe a I watched it three times, man. Yeah. Good feel of this. And it hit me the second time where I saw him and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. What what was his name? The Rifle? I guess. I don't even. Sure. Let's go with that. The right. Yeah. Yeah. So he is. There's an Asian man at a pretty fancy diner. Um sitting at the window seat, about to eat, and then, like, across the street, there's a sniper 
with a gun aimed at him. And the sniper is a black man, but... Uh, uh. Anyway, the sniper gets his ass yanked up by Batwoman. Um, which, this was... I didn't... Okay. When he shot the rifle, and everybody in the restaurant got, you know, scared, and they cut to him being snatched up with this, like, I don't know, grappling hook. And then Batwoman, was it just me, or was she like, what the... Was that Batwoman? Like, what the fuck is going on? It's... Ducking it like Lil Kim dancing, she was doing trying to get out the it's door. Alright. <laughs> so the grappler grabbed my man and he was hanging upside down. And literally, once he turned upside down, mm-hmm. the camera cuts to her and it's like she ducking and dodging and running off and shit. I was like, why is she running? But then again, I see her point because as soon as he got yanked up. He still had that gun in his hand. Oh, yes. <laughs> he didn't let that motherfucker so, go. <laughs> I see why she ducking and dodging, but the bullets, Her, those bullets should be able to affect the suit. That vibranium cape you got. Like, what the fuck, fam? What, inconsistent. There's only one gun, apparently, that can pierce through the suit. And that wasn't it. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, okay. Hmm. Um, but, I, you know, that wasn't enough to take me out of the episode. Like, I was okay with that. Um, then we cut to Batwoman walking calmly down the street, which is like, I'm, I know some things you just have to overlook because it's a show and they're trying to make a story. I get that. But her walking calmly, like down the street, like it's just, you know, three in the afternoon and you with your girlfriend, like she just, ah, and then for Sophie to be the person who like rolls up on her with her gun pulled, your dad ordered the crows to stop you at any cost. I'm like, man. I feel like I've been watching them for three years, and I'm sick of them. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I still don't like Sophie. I yeah. don't care for Sophie. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, that woman pushes her uh, voice changer on her utility belt, and uh, she says, yeah, I'm not that girl. I'm not, I'm not who you think I am. And uh, her and Sophie have a kind of Spider-Man-esque heart-to-heart for like, Maybe a minute. And uh, mm-hmm. that's when some... Who was that? Was it... Uh, oh, yeah. Jacob runs out. Oh, you know what happened? No, no. I'm sorry. Not Jacob. Uh, Tyler, her husband. We finally seen yes. this nigga again. And he's like, oh, was that her? You know, what's up? What'd she say? He's like, oh, she just left. You a crow, fam. I know this is Batwoman, but you have been, like, trained. You... Oh. It was... Say, is that that woman or whatever? And I'm like, yeah. Clearly, it's her because you see some chick going up a damn building so she can get to the top of it and just make a run for it. Mm-hmm. So you know it was that woman. <sighs> and then you question to see how long your conversation was. Y'all, you knew those two were talking. Yeah, yeah. Like, why did you run out of here like that? Like, why did you? I don't know, man. He. I, I, I still feel him on some level, like with some things that will come up later on. But, like, man, you also are a bitch. I don't like you, fam. <laughs> um, yeah, he's that nigga stupid. Uh, we get Vesper talking shit like she normally do. And then the uh, um, restaurant owner is 
being interviewed for, I don't know, Channel 6 or whatever. He's like, yeah, man, we love that woman. If she come in this motherfucker, she can eat any fucking time. I love that bitch. That's what he said. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we cut to the most action and choreography I've seen Ruby Rose do this entire season. Um, Million Dollar Baby, how did you feel about this montage on the bridge? What is this? <laughs> Oh, in the cave? Yeah, this little, like... Shadow boxing and shit? Yeah, yeah. Look, man. We always need that. Okay. With those type of shows, we always need it. Arrow has it. Okay. Flash has it when he's, like, running and shit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is in Supergirl, surprisingly, but... Hmm. Of all people. She's like a god. Hmm. Shoot. I can... It's cool, but she just looks stiff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But what is it? Because you said in John Wick, she was great. You know, like choreography. Oh she... it's, it's the way that she was directed. It's the... I don't know what it was in John Wick. Because mm-hmm. the girl... I was like, oh shit, is her... That's Ruby Rose mm-hmm. or whatever. I was like, can she pull this off or can she do this? Man, I think it's about maybe two, three major fight scenes yeah. between her and Keanu Reeves' character. And I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, she let's see what she got. The entire time, this she ain't got no damn lines. She's trying to kill John Wick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like a, it's kind of like a House of Mirrors type of situation mm-hmm. in John Wick 2. Mm-hmm. I've only seen John Wick 2 like twice or Mm-hmm. I think it was like a house of mirrors or some shit like that, but fam, she was going in. She yeah. was trying to kill John. Okay. Here in Batwoman, I maybe it's the way they directed her mm-hmm. to do. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I, I wasn't impressed. It, it all right. See, it would have been all right if it was just quick shots of her doing that. Yeah. But it was like one continuous shot of her doing it. Yeah. At the same time, it's this conversation between her and Luke. Mm-hmm. It just it just looked weird. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and they're back to their banter, which you know I don't like. I don't love, anyways. Uh, but I'm whatever it happened. Uh, during this conversation, Kate's like, "Look, I gotta find this motherfucker," and also I'm having flashbacks about fucking with Sophie, like. <sighs> This was probably the first time that I... I don't they don't think they have good chemistry at all. But this is probably the first time that I actually believed Kate and Sophie as a thing. And to your point earlier, this was very heavily soap opera. Um, simple communication could fix all these problems, but we just can't say the actual shit that's going on. Because that'd be too much like right. So... Yeah. I enjoyed it for that that part of it, but I was like, man, you motherfuckers, I guess if you talk, it's no point of the rest of the season, but I don't like this shit. Um, yeah, so they have a, a little flashback of them together, and Sophie has the same hair, and it's not me knocking her, but my issue is that's not how black people hair works. Like, we... If this was five years ago, which all at the academy, yeah, you know, you find a style that you like. But for the most part, I feel like 
Sophie as a black woman would have like maybe had braids or maybe a low haircut or like something different. <laughs> like it's clear y'all shot these uh, flashbacks in the present day, like within the same week. But you know that's not that big a deal. Um, what is, and I want to get your take on this, is the conversation between Tyler and Sophie. So not only are they married, and not only are they both working for the Crows, but apparently they're partners or they're deathmates. Like, yeah, they're like, I don't think that should. Why like partners? But but that seems like a bad. That seems like a bad thing to have. Yeah, like that doesn't. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not a police officer. I'm not. You know. I don't know. That just seems bad to have a married couple as partners, unless they were partners first, and then. But even then, it's like okay, you motherfuckers might bring your home life into work, and now we got a lawsuit, or you didn't kill somebody. Right. Mm. Um. But they talking, and Tyler's like, "Hey, look." I thought you said Batwoman took off. And she's like, yeah, you know, she left. Whatever. You know how it is. He's like, nah, well, what the fuck is this? And he pulled out the receipts. There's a big-ass fucking camera facing them, watching them talk, man. What? So what you what you thinking? <laughs> um, the only thing I could think of is how frustrating it is to see that. Okay. Okay. I'm, try- I'm really trying not to lose it. So what is things it? That I see the show. Is it the camera angle? Is it the receipts? Like what is it? As <laughs> it's, it's the camera angle. Okay. It's okay. really that damn camera angle. Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> that's fair. Um, wasn't that building abandoned? Yes. So and I, you know, I'm not from like a New York. I'm from a big city, but not a major metropolitan city. Um, why would that camera still be working if that building has been abandoned for so long? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and that specific camera, man. Yeah, I was trying to chill. I said, hold up. Mm. I said, hold the hell on, man. That's all right. Whatever. You know what? It's a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep watching. Yeah. I don't. I don't like Sophie. Okay, there are times where I like her. This is not one of them. My issue with her, if Tyler was just her boyfriend, I'd be like, okay, whatever, fuck that nigga. But because that's her husband, a lot of the shit she's doing, which is pretty much, people do this all the time. She's dealing with sins of her past. Not, And I say that because it's just a common term. But she's dealing with skeletons in her closet from before him. And... I want to empathize with her, you know, for obvious reasons, the community aspect, but you're married to this man. So these secrets that you have, you being dishonest with him only amplifies whatever the fuck you got going on, the the creepiness or the desperation or whatever this odd relationship you have with Kate that only magnifies that and that's my problem mm-hmm. be real with this man if it was really oh you my friend I don't want you hurt you're Batwoman I understand not telling him that she's Batwoman but I don't understand why hide Kate out of your life completely and why hide Batwoman why not say I, yeah I talked to her I tried to get her to come in like you could have came up with a better lie than that so this is your husband fam. like damn it's like she lied worse than Kate almost 
that. Like, how are you? She's a lot worse than Kate, and we saw how Kate, <laughs> she couldn't even keep the damn lie Kate up is, to the point the girl was like, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't it, Chief. So just, just be honest with me. What it is, man. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Um... Yeah, fuck that, man. So Sophie, I'm not, I'm not on her team in this scene. I'm gonna track my feelings throughout the episode, but this scene, nah, I ain't, I ain't with it. Um, so we, so no, she's like, yeah, he is. I feel Tyler's giving legitimate concerns, like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you lying to me? What is this chick? And she's like, well, Joe, just don't worry about it. That's not enough, because if the genders were reversed and it was a man saying this, I think it would be. Well, I think it's obvious with her, too, but it would be even more obvious how suspect that sounds. So, you don't get a pass, Sophie. What the fuck are you doing? So, I don't know, man. She's trifling. (laughs) Shit. Um, Yeah, so we move on to Mary and Catherine in the back of a limousine or some shit. And Mary's like, oh, they're going to the um, divorce proceedings or some shit with the divorce. And uh, she's like, man, why the fuck, if Kate ain't here and Jacob ain't here, why the fuck am I here? Like, what the fuck? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so go ahead. What's, what's your thoughts on this scene, man? I thought that was hilarious. Because mm. mm. anybody that's been in that type of situation. Yeah. Is, that's the thoughts that's going through their head. Like, okay, if they not cooperating, why the fuck should I cooperate? Like, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. It's fucked up because it seems like Mary is the only person who wants this family to be together. It don't seem like, yeah. you know, she's the only one halfway fighting it. On top of that, you also running a secret hospital. You still a socialite. You in school? Like Mary deserves an award, man, <laughs> for real. Right, right. Mm-mm-mm. Um, Catherine gets the call that her main guy. Now, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't remember exactly. Did she get the call about? homeboy who was killed like two episodes ago or did she get the call about the guy who was shot at um the guy that was killed okay yeah that's right okay that's exactly it and she i don't think i like Catherine's acting because when she got that call i was like this thing. <laughs> yeah i know mm. her I, acting was a little bit like eh. yeah mary carried that scene it was mary that Ah, I didn't like Catherine at all. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not, you, you're not, you, you seem like Kate when Kate got bad news. Like, I, this ain't, this ain't good. Um, yeah, I'm willing to give it a shot, though, let it grow. And like I said, it's a early, it's a new season. It's the first season. I'm, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna give it some room to grow. We go from that shit to nighttime. Like, relative, well, they edited it in a way where you see the passage of time, but that was, like, really quick. Um, yeah. Batwoman is on a roof of some parking garage where the Asian guy from before is getting out of his car, which, you tell me this. If you go to a restaurant, Applebee's, Cheesecake Factory, some high-end bougie shit or whatever, that restaurant gets shot at, I feel like the next month, to a year that you get out of your car, you're going to be aware of your surroundings. When you walk into your house, you're going to be aware. This nigga was so nonchalant, like, huh. 
protective I, cutlery or something, man. Uh, yeah. Like, he in that high-end restaurant, they were able to target him. And I'm like, so if that was the case, um, anywhere in that city, he could be easily targeted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah, you might as well go up to like a cabin or something that mm-hmm. your family owned something. Mm-hmm. Do like, something you know, different. Yeah. Man, that dude, fuck him. Um, so he get out all whatever, calm and shit. Then the black guy with the rifle come back, try to kill him again. Uh, but while Kate and Luca arguing, the black guy, the rifle nigga, he get his ass whooped by a secret ninja. Um, yeah, turns out to be a conventionally attractive white woman um, who's Alfred's daughter. Mm-hmm. That surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, same. That was the first surprise. What is she doing in here? Mm-hmm. Now she already exi- she is a pre-existing character, correct? Yeah, yeah. Like in um, the Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. Originally, she's a white woman in Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. But she shows up like way, way, way later. She like her introduction is like way beyond her. But that's his only child. Yeah, I, huh? Is that Alfred's only kid? Yeah. Okay. Then in the new fifty-two. Oh yeah, I forgot she's biracial. Really? She black or Mexican yeah. or black white? Interesting. Alfred down with the swirl. All right. Yup. Well, <laughs> that's that. Um, this is one thing I do like about the show. I like that we got this girl randomly introduced, and that what well, pretty much her thing is she's hunting. Um, the rifle, the sniper. Um, and I like that we aren't getting Alfred, but we get an Alfred adjacent character. We're not getting Lucius Fox, but we get Luke. We're not, you know, so I like that we have these fringe characters that you know who they're technically representing, but they are either unknown enough or not uh, as fleshed out that you can do what you want with them. Luke, on the other hand, I'm... That's what I like most about what they're doing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Because they're they're able to take this risk now with comic books and stuff. Yeah, where they just jumped out the gate. They wouldn't have been taken serious, but now yeah. they can take the risk. Yeah, and they can actually give us obscure characters that I've been asking for mm-hmm. for the longest I've been asking for. Damn, Doctor Strange. Yeah, and, so and we got a second movie. Finally. And, yeah. Mm, so that's yeah, that's what's uh, up. Um, I liked her. Uh, what's her name? Julia. I really yeah. liked her. Like. Honestly, and not to like Alice levels, but it was up there to the point where I was like, man, I hope she comes back. I don't want her to stay every episode, but I hope she pops in for two episodes here, one episode there. One, the accent. So, and you know, not to be shady, but with a bunch of conventionally attractive white women, they all kind of look alike to me. So to have her there and to have that accent as kind of breaking up what we're already seeing uh, and then Alice was very dynamic. We got Mary, some good Mary scenes. I like this whole mix, but I really liked Julia. I really liked her. Um, yeah, I didn't think they would have thrown her. Well, her being in there is one thing, but her having that heavy of an uh, English accent, mm-hmm. I didn't think they would have applied that or okay. had that type of character. Uh, we understand Alfred, where he comes from. But yeah. With this type of show, I'm surprised that they did that for Julia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. I, I'd write. And you know who else I liked? 
I liked um Mouse in this episode. I did like all of Alice. Oh man. Okay. So I'm th- I'm trying to I'm, I'm starting to rethink my initial kind of um ass- assessment of the show because I really enjoyed a lot of shit here. Like even after we got introduced to her and case like oh you know what are you doing here and whatever and then we find out that the rifle nigga the bad guy um you know I ain't gonna call him that when we find out the token black dude um. The Asian guy he was hunting comes down, and he gets killed, and pretty much the guy with the rifle was trying to kill all the people who are responsible for this gun that can shoot through Batwoman and Batman's armor, or um, suit. And so, I really like that. I'm not, okay, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. I really like that we had a set goal. We knew, and we had this with the Executioner too, but it worked out even better in this episode where you didn't really know what was happening, but once it was uncovered, you know, we're taking out the people who can recreate this gun. So now we have the only gun. On top of that, other plot twists start coming out that made this more enjoyable. So I think I really did like this episode. Now I think about it. (laughs) When it comes to, I, I really feel like they could have fleshed out that Executioner story more. Yes. That, oh my God. I watched the episode again. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, they, they could have fleshed this out more. And it's especially how in-depth and heavy that story is or that confession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're killing all of those people. Oh, bro. Um, I... When you look at like certain subplots with Black Lightning and how in depth and heavy those story mm-hmm. lines are, mm-hmm. they could have did something where it yes. would have been like a crossover. Yes, easily. It. I'm not like man. They really screwed themselves over by just making the executioner one off character. Yeah, villain or, and man, they messed that up. Especially when. My critique of Batman is always he the, he's the wealthy um, guard dog. He's the wealthy, you know, he doesn't fuck with the poor people. And that's a, uh, a um, critique that people have had. And it's a valid one. I don't think that's all that he is. But when you look at a character that was created, even with the X-Men and everyone else, that was created back in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, through a modern lens, you have to kind of alter your storytelling. With that being said... It, you could have easily had some Easter eggs from episode one all the way to episode four of people being, you, you already got the news station playing. It was playing in, in Mary's hospital. You could have had them, oh, we've, rest, we've arrested another guy and have them always be black or always be brown or always be of color so that when this executioner popped up, like you, it was okay for a one shot, but it could have been so much better. A build up from that would have been insane. Like, yeah. Yes. Not shit. And oh. I only say that because I'm like, damn, we got crisis coming up. Yeah. They're they're throwing out a bunch of production stills. They got mm-hmm. Superman and Flash mm-hmm. and Batwoman and Black Lightning all in one shot yep. together. So I'm like, they could have. Played that like in the future have Black Lightning and Batwoman come together and mm-hmm. do something. That's Please. what I want. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I, I guess and I know folks like damn nigga shut up. But my issue 
is that this is what comic books do. This is literally what they do. You decide that, okay, if I got a 12-issue arc or if they only gave me six issues, these are the things I want to do. And you slowly unfold a story. So I know TV is different from comics, but man, I'm with you. Executioner could have been, he could have been amazing. He could have even been like mid-season finale, like, okay, all this shit going crazy, yeah. and now he the big boss for the first half of the season. But I think that was the slip. That was the slip up of Arrow. Yeah. Arrow season four, mid season finale. Mm-hmm. When they, like they presented us Raz Al Ghul. Yeah. Okay. But the way the mid season finale ends is like holy shit! Like mm-hmm. it's like that. So that's why I'm like, damn, they should have did something crazy like that for Batwoman. Mm-hmm. But of course, after the mid-season finale for Arrow in season four, it was kind of like the show went downhill from there. Yeah, how do you, yeah, yeah. And the show had its ups and downs ever since. Mm. That's fucked up. I don't know, man. I'm I'm, I'm willing to oh, let this slide because, again, it's your first season. Maybe they're feeling their way. And, again, like I said on uh, Black Lightning Matters recorded last night with Cole and Robert, I everything ain't for me. I'm not the demographic, the target demographic for everything. So maybe they did what they had to do with the, I don't know, data that they have about who's watching this show. But you have to know that, yeah, you with with Batwoman, you are targeting, I'm, I'm sure, uh, queer people, women specifically. And then you have like this badass girl. So you got the feminist part. You got the interracial love story. You got the soap opera of it all. But you also have the people who are going to tune in just because it's comic book related. So I know I'll probably fall in one of those demographics. But I just feel like even if this was an all female cast and all just feminine woman, everything, that executioner shit still would have been so great. But... You know, whatever. We're not the showrunners, so I'm I'm hoping that they that they find a way to do more stuff like that. Cause even with the quote unquote feminist agenda, this was still a, a very like people in power fucking over people who are not, and 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 somebody who went to the extreme to take them down. It still fits that narrative or that ideology. But I digress. Um. Yeah, so we in the Batcave, and we see, which I did like this. So, Julia and Kate talking, oh, you kept Dino, so we know Batman fans is a gigantic-ass dinosaur in the Batcave, and it was a toy in this one, so that was kind of cute. They're talking, you know, back and forth about uh, the, the rifle and what you're doing here and whatever else, and then Luke comes in, and Kate doesn't know that, Luke, I mean, Luke and Julia know each other, that they're cool. Um, I like that. I like that it gives Luke a bit more than just I'm Lucius' son. I like that. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. She was, Kate was looking like, <laughs> mm. Kate was looking all puzzled, like, how y'all know each other? Like, right. she, she had that stink look on her face. Yeah. 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 Uh, Fuck her, man. Fuck Kate. Shit. I like Julia. Julia should have been uh, Batwoman, goddammit. Let Ruby Rose come in and play Julia. Shit, I like her, goddammit. Shit. 
motherfucker. No, um, so I did like, and this is something I like with anything. It don't matter what it is. It could be soap opera, TV shows, sports, uh, music. I like when you get the second generation. So Lucius, Bruce, and Alfred is like one generation of Batman. But then you have Kate, and you have Julia, and you have Luke. And I, I like that. I've always liked that. That's why I like Generation X. That's the baby X-Men. I like, you know, uh, Rugrats. Um, what would they do? Like, All Grown Up or something. Where it was still the same characters, but it was a different generation that they were. Like, you know, I like shit like that. So this yep. is probably why this episode kind of did it they for me as well. They dropped the ball on that, too. Hmm? No, I said they dropped the ball on that, too. Yeah. They could have did yeah, they... mm. Yes. Don't get me started. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started with all grown up. Put a pin in that, because yes, the fuck they did. Fuck that up. No. Fucking ball on that. Say, y'all could have did the movie. Mm. Y'all could, man. Yeah. Whew. If y'all don't know uh, by now, we uh, we like nostalgic shit. That could have uh, could have been better. <laughs> um, did a series when they were grown. Shit. I mean, shit. Whatever. With these reboots and shit, they might they might come out with something. Oh, these thirty somethings, they like Rugrats. All right. Let's bring Maya back to sing the intro. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. So we get the flashback, and this is where I this is where I, I, I fall on the side of being a fan or standing up for Sophie. But the more we learned about the flashback, the more I was like, ooh, I'm still kind of on edge. So when Kate and Sophie were together that, back at – what? go ahead. No, 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 no. Keep going. When they keep were going. together, I was uh, just saying that pissed me off. Okay, okay. Then shit, we got it. We got it. Let's, let's dissect this shit. So they were together, and they got caught. So this picks up where the like episode one left off when they was kissing and got caught and had to sign the letters. And so Sophie and Kate are, you know, like okay, yeah, we gonna do this. Fuck them. Um, we getting over these obstacles. We gonna be together. We gonna say fuck that letter and whatever. So, they have a little kiss, it's a fond moment or whatever, but we find out, and this is getting a little early, but we find out that that's not how it goes. And we find out the reason why it didn't work out that way. Um, what's, what's your thoughts on this flashback, this thing that they got going on? This flashback to actually, and I know that they showed it already in episode one, but I, it was cool for I guess for us to get it in detail, but mm-hmm. what they were showing in this flashback made me realize how much I dislike Sophie. Ah, come on. Why? The, why? Just how everything played out. I was like, this broad. Yeah. You moron. Like, you, you want to be gay, but then it's like, it's like, I, I don't know how to explain it. See, because I, I can't speak. No, go ahead. We're going to. We gonna... We're going to work it out. I can't speak for that community, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you, you're you with Kate, mm-hmm. but you're trying to put this mask on to hide that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you don't want, like, I, I don't understand it. I Like I said, I can't speak for the yeah. community, so I wouldn't really know how to explain it. Yeah, well, I, I can. It just made me no, realize, no. I'm like, yo, I, I really just don't. Like Sophie, because oh. it's like, you you phony. <laughs> you phony. Yeah, I think we're going to differ. I do see what you're saying, and I do agree to an extent. My, my issue with Sophie in this... Okay, so I'm going to take the flashback scene by scene, because I eventually end up not liking her. But initially, 
I felt as if, okay, you're living your truth. You're, you're, you're doing this thing to uh, pursue a better life for yourself. And then when you cut down to her and Kate, I get the apprehension when it comes to we are two different people. You are a wealthy white woman. I am a poor black woman. We are, even though we're in the same space, for you, you can walk away from this. This is my key out of here. So that, on that end, I'm with Sophie. But much like what you're saying, I think my concern with her is the reasoning behind changing your mind. Because if we're all in, um, not to say anybody's tied to anybody. You can decide to quit at whatever point. But for me, I don't think Sophie, the actress, is selling this inner turmoil because it, I, I, I question if there are black people in the writer's room and specifically black queer people, black lesbians, because... I stand by Sophie because it is a a a it is a very touchy space to be in when you have to hide a complete part of yourself. But as a black person of any orientation, that's what we do at times. You know how to code switch. Yeah. You learn early what to say and how to say it, and you know how to act in in this space and how to maneuver. So in that regard. I am, I understand, but I feel like they want Sophie to be the villain, which she kind of sort of is, but I just don't think the actress is selling it enough. Um, I can empathize with her, and I understand that what she's going through, but you ultimately, this is really getting ahead, but once she had the conversation with Homeboy, who had her change her mind, where I stopped being with her is that, Okay, you changed your mind. That's cool. You can do that. But you ended up in the same spot that you could have been in, I feel like, if you didn't change your mind. Like, where you are today, the job you have, because of your relationship with her, Kate, and with her family, I feel like you still could have ended up a crow. I I don't Shit, maybe yeah. I don't know how to explain it. But I just feel like... You did a whole lot of turning your back on the motherfucker, and you are in a space now where you're miserable. You're in a space now where you can't even live your fucking truth. It's oh, Think of it this way. If Sophie was a man, and I don't know if that would make it even better or worse for you, but the whole stigma of being a DL or a down-low man, especially a black man, that has its own set of problems. And I look at Sophie through that lens because I think more people can understand the i don't know either if they're disgusted if they're excited or whatever you could see the stress i don't think i've gotten a story like this when it comes to women um at this point i'm kind of rambling but uh, i think when you do have women presented in a lesbian role or in a space where they are queer it's through a male gaze where this is more or less damn i'm i'm, I'm, I'm getting there but i'm not there this is the thing like well, I, I get what you're saying because I haven't seen anything like that with a lesbian character before. Mm -hmm. I've, I, I've seen it several times with like a male gay character. Mm -hmm. Not sure, trying to hide it. They're you know they're mm -hmm. just unsure what to do. So okay, I can see that from that standpoint. But from here, it was just like, oh no, I, yeah, no, no, that's fair. In, in my head. Not not to make it sound like okay she's a woman, but in my head I'm like, well, damn you a woman, so you should just 
not be giving a fuck. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. I get that. But at I the same that. time, where you're coming from about her being a black woman, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you got to remember, she's a black woman. And that's the you thing. You know how that goes. So. And my thing is, it only y'all, are y'all the only two women at this academy and y'all found each other? Which, I mean, that happens with anybody. If you're the only black person, you're the only gay person, you're the only short person, you're the only goth person, you're going to find your kind. That goes without saying. But, God damn, is this the only police academy in Gotham? Like, I was like, why couldn't she just go somewhere else? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then, but what made me just like, Throwing the towel, I was like, all right, I'm done with her for real, for real. Was mm-hmm. the conversation with Jacob? Mm-hmm. I understand it, but I'm like, yeah, I I, I understood what Jacob was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, Kate's gonna choose what she's, mm-hmm. she's gonna make her choice. Yeah, she's she has her mind made up. She doesn't care. So I get that, but you know, without. Honestly, did she let Kate know that her and nope. Jacob had that conversation? No, it wasn't until present day yeah, in this that's, episode. That's right, and that's why I'm. That's the one. Mm, I don't, I don't, I don't like her, man. Um, that's what it was. So the the shit that that makes me empathetic is the the gay turmoil stuff from the past, but even that to a point just becomes Sophie. What the you're still making bullshit decisions. Um, and I, and, ugh, and I hate that she's making me fucking be diehard emphasizing for this white man, but I'm with Tyler, like, she said, okay, I'll be back, I'll see you later, whatever, because she, um, gets a message from Kate to meet her somewhere, and he's like, oh, you going to see Batwoman? And she gets mad, but she gets up and leaves, and is like, well, I'll tell you all about it later. And I get the having trust between partners, even if you just, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or married, but you haven't given me reason to trust you partner you keep stuff is coming out that i'm discovering on my own you ain't telling me nothing you know so i don't know man fuck her she uh goes to meet kate at i don't know whatever restaurant uh raven simone worked at on one of her i don't know some fancy ass restaurant um and they pretty much Luke told her, look, if this motherfucker gonna tell on you anyway, see if you could bring her under the umbrella of Batwoman. Let her know, you know, what's up. And she goes to talk with this motherfucker to be like, look, can I trust you because this is what I want to tell you. And then they get hate crimes. Well, I don't want to say hate. Well, yeah, they get judged. I don't know. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Um, As someone out not in the community, what does... How did that scene read to you with them two and him? And I, I like the scene because Kate kept going. Yes. And she was, yeah. like, she was like, wait, what are you talking about? Well, what do you mean? Uh, why does this bother you or whatever? And then mm-hmm. she just started reacting a little bit. She got a little louder with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really like her name. Sophie. Ugh. Fuck. Yeah. I, I'm trying to chill with Sophie, but the, then Sophie was like, "Calm down, like don't don't overreact." I'm like, "Man, shut up." Yeah, heifer. It. I liked it, and oh, I don't know if I'm gonna get some heat for this, but I liked it because for me, Kate was very much like a black person because we oftentimes get challenged like that, where it's like, "Oh, you know, um, you can't wear." Uh, 
jeans in here. You can't wear Jordans or you can't and you can well that white boy over there with the polo wearing Jordans. That white girl's wearing them jeans. What the fuck like it the whole conversation I could just easily see switching out the gay element for being black. Um but I love the way she handled that. And I hated the way Sophie handled it. And I say that because I think Sophie this is something I think would make her a better character. You've seen Love Jones. Um, yeah. And you remember how Nia Long's character, how she was with um, Lorenz Tate, and then she eventually, spoiler alert for like a 20-year-old movie, was with uh, Bellamy for a minute. And it wasn't like she was hopping around and quote-unquote being a hoe. But she, because of the circumstances of the movie, she found herself in two different spaces. I feel like Sophie's character would be better if she had the inner stress of, I've now, I'm happy with my husband, but because this woman came back who I used to be in love with and we didn't end well, my feelings are back. And she leaned into that, Kate, I want to be with you. And so we get nice little moments where they're together. And you're like, oh, this happy queer couple. But then you realize, oh, you're still married to this man. And so you have, like, if she would just lean into it and it ain't no, oh, I just want you to be safe because Batwoman, it's very stressful. Fuck that. Just be a gay woman. Be into that so that I can get the stress, the love triangle shit on the back end with you and your husband and you and her. Not know, oh, I want you to be safe and Batwoman. That that seems unreal to me. Yeah. Just So this scene could have been one of them instances where Sophie's like, okay, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I love this girl, but I'm married and... This is part of the reason, and it might not be, but this is part of the reason why I'm not with this woman because this is the type of shit we have to deal with. And then her homophobic or overly religious mom. Like, Sophie could be a such such a bigger, better character than what we getting that I was like, man. It's just like, we just now getting the fact that her mom is a certain way is like. Yeah. Like, why are we now just getting that? Yeah. And why are we getting it off screen? Why didn't we have a scene with her mama? She didn't even got to be homophobic she, in that scene. She could just have like a, a cross on her hand, a Bible. You could you could really sell the religious part of it and show Sophie being confident when she's a crow. But when she's with her mother, she's very childlike. Like it's so many ways. Bruh. I just, yeah. Let me write an episode, god damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Kate, get up and walk the fuck out. She No, without first saying, oh, um, do you know my sister Mary Hamilton? Yeah, well, I'm going to call her, and she got X amount of Twitter followers, and she can shut this shit down because you being homophobic. And he's like, oh, well, you know, no, you guys can stay. She's like, no, fuck that shit. I'm out of this bitch. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, damn. Yeah, 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 Kate. Oh, man. <clears throat> um, Yeah, so Sophie tells her. Tells Kate what happens, which is the conversation she had with Jacob. Where Jacob didn't say, don't do it. But like you said, he said, look, Kate going to do what she want to do. He didn't say, oh, you a poor black girl. You ain't got no other options. It wasn't that deep. He was like, you know, just look at look, look at your life and then look at the situation as a whole. And you figure out what works best for you. I actually was okay with Jacob in this scene. I liked him. You know, I hate him. So... Yep. <laughs> That's see that was the thing, the flashback between us two. And I was like, Oh, okay, I understood where he was coming from, what mm -hmm. he was saying. Mm hmm. It was nothing negative I could say about 
shit. Actually, there was nothing negative at all I could say about Jacob in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I Because a lot of mm. it was flashback-based, mm-hmm. and it was shown in his perspective when the confession came about the the bones. Mm-hmm. So we saw from his perspective and all of that. But, I, yeah, it was nothing negative I could say about Jacob this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still a lame. <laughs> Fuck him, man. You bitch. But yeah, this was. He gave me fatherly. He get because I don't. Not even being funny. I don't. The way he was with Sophie felt very mentor, very fatherly. But I don't recall him ever feeling that way to me towards his own daughters. And I don't know if that's a mistake or if that's intentional on the show's part. I think it's. Hmm? Oh shit. It might be intentional. Well, Alice did say she kidnapped Sophie because he give a fuck about her and not you. So, yeah. Um, but something just occurred to me. You let me know what you think. Kate and Sophie got that ultimatum back in, I don't know, top flight security school. Jacob, him even being there, why is he there? So, does he... So... If he is affiliated with the school, even if it's just when people graduate, they come to me, or I'm a headmaster or whatever, how is Kate now dealing with this issue of you got to sign a paper to say you're not gay? Like, when you're one of the top two people in the damn school and your father is affiliated with that, is nepotism not a thing in Gotham? Like, oh, shit. Another plot hole. Yeah, because he's just there. Why is he there? Why are you not advocate? That doesn't seem right that he's there. It feels like he should not be. So the scene was good, but why is he at the damn school? Should be some nepotism going on or something. Yes, yes. Like his attitude towards it was like, let it be or whatever. Yeah, he was like, look, I'm I'm sick of this little girl. She's going to do what the fuck she want to do. She's been a... Thorn in my side since her sister died. But I don't know, man. I was like, it, that just hit me literally just now. Um, though I did love the scene. What the fuck are you doing, Jacob? Um, yeah, so uh, I really, I feel for Tyler. What's the, I want more on Tyler. I don't need to have a whole drawn out episode. But I need to know, where did him and Sophie cross paths? Did they both get hired at the crows and then they cross paths that they meet each other before uh because their relationship doesn't on his end seem to be solid on her end it feels like it was never really there um yeah yeah you, you gotta think because uh that came out of nowhere the confession the gate mm-hmm. mm. like who the hell is this dude and then you know from then on from that episode forward he would pop up here and there. So mm-hmm. it's never it's never stated where. Yeah. Or how did they meet up? Oh, um, we get an intense conversation between them. And again, I don't look, the optics. I'm not trying to side with this white man yelling at this black woman, but you've been married to this nigga for at least what, three years, three, four years? And he's like, Okay, how long? So we open up the um this scene with her having already confessed that she knew Batwoman and, or no, I'm sorry, Kate, she didn't, that she was with her in a relationship 
And he's like, why didn't you tell me? And she says, you know, you know, you've met my mom, you know, it, which why couldn't we have gotten one scene with them two at Sunday dinner with her mama? Like, we, well, again, I digress. Right. Um, I still feel for Sophie because I understand that there is a level of acceptance with yourself that you have to have regardless to who is in your life. But it's not always easy, especially when people come from overly religious households. But you married this man. You decided that this is the man you were going to spend your life with. And you held that part of your life away from him, which would have been okay to an extent if y'all were Gotham police um, officers or y'all were bed and breakfast owners or y'all were working at Target. But you work for the company that your ex-girlfriend's father runs with your husband. So I know he. this felt like another black movie, Soul Food. When homeboy got that job, when Bird went in and got him that job from her ex, and he was working at the factory, a job he got from this, like, it's just, bruh, craziness. Something, something, like, you already know something, or like a, a spider web of just drama is about to happen. And yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be within the first 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. But I know when the rest of them nine episodes kick in, mm-hmm. there's gonna be something's gonna happen between. Or it's like a connection between all of these characters. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like just some loose ends that need to be tied, and mm-hmm. something's gonna happen. I'm ready for it. Let this shit hit the fan. Um, yeah. So Tyler ain't happy, and I'm with Tyler. Shit, like I don't. Sophie, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, but then we move on to Wayne Enterprises, where uh, Julia, Luke, and uh, Kate are talking about some getting some shit done, but trying to do shit a different way. My favorite part of this scene is how Luke, um, Luke, Julia, and Kate walk over to the Batcave entrance and start to open the door, and Mary just busting this bitch like, "Oh, y'all got a secret door, huh?" And, and they have to kind of get their shit together, and then like immediately she looks at Julia, and she's like, "Oh, hey, you're new." And I love Mary, man. <laughs> this chick, she is everything, man. She She's, oh, like, man. clueless, like the movie Clueless, but, like, mixed with, like, I'll say Devil Wears Prada for lack of a better movie. Just, like, she's, like, clueless, but, like, high fashion, but kind of ditzy, and then a little bit of ER mixed in there. Like, I like her, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but she cut out, she cussing the K, like, you know, I'm here. I'm trying to save this family. Bitch, what the fuck you doing? Ho? So, there's that. So right, she, she checked. So, wait. Okay, she checked Sophie already. Mm-hmm. She checked her own mom. Mm-hmm. And then after she checking Kate. Yeah. Trying to see who next in line. Jacob. He could get it, too. <laughs> he could get it, too. And I can't wait for her to check Alice, because I... I I love Alice, oh, but I want to see Mary cut into her ass, too. Wait, bitch, you stole my family, motherfucker. Um, yeah, so we go from there to Jacob and um, in his office, and Catherine walking in, and she's like, hey, it's me, Robin Givens. No, um, she's like, oh, you know, <laughs> it's some shit going on. I know you hate me, but I need you to help because the sniper is targeting uh, all the people who worked on this gun that could uh, shoot through Batman's suit. How we feeling, man? How we feeling about 
this scene about them. Oh, yeah. I like how Jacob is just whatever. Yeah. With good reason. Through this whole thing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. but he just kept it real brief, real yeah. quick. Mm, he yeah. was just... He was more focused on the whole divorce papers to yeah. sign and just that shit was hilarious. Okay. Now Sophie walks in interrupting and offering other solutions that nobody asked her for. And uh they get to talking. Catherine leaves and Sophie says, Hey man, look, all the bullshit going on, let me tell you, your daughter is Batwoman. I I wasn't expecting that in that way. Um, yeah, what 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 you thinking about the confession? I, I I don't like it. Okay. I don't like too many people are knowing who Kate is or mm-hmm. guessing who she is so quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It reminded me. I, as much as I like, okay, the original Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. I only like Spider-Man two. <laughs> but the only the, the one thing that bothers me with Spider-Man two, it seemed like they moved too quickly in mm-hmm. revealing his identity. Yeah. Like the the train scene, we you know the mat the kids giving him the mask back, and everybody on that train saw who he was. They mm-hmm. didn't know his name, but they right. saw what he looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry finding out, Mary Jane finding out. Is yeah, I got that feeling again. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, especially okay. Julia came in, and Julia knows who Batman is, and she know. And the way she found out who Batwoman was, I like that. Because she's somebody who's not a part of the core cast. The way she found out is because she Kate did a move that Julia taught her. That's a very, like, only a few people know this shit or whatever. So I like that. So in this episode, you've already given us somebody who knows her identity. You didn't need to tell Jacob. You're making me. That's why I say this obsession with Batwoman is very ugly on this Sophie. This is what makes me dislike her even more. Yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. all right, fam. Like, what? Why was that thrown in there in the first place? And why are you telling her? Because I feel like if so, <coughs> excuse me, if Kate had have become a crow, she would be in danger anyways. Because you are essentially a police officer, so you your job is to throw yourself into danger. She doing the same shit being Batwoman. It's just a bit elevated. So why are you telling this motherfucker's bit? It's not your business to tell. So, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't like that. It moves too quick. It's, what episode was that when everything just seemed to move so quick? Mm, okay. I think it was three. Okay. Probably, because that's one of them ones before five. That was, yeah, so probably. Like, it was cool that you, you gave us what you gave us, episode one and two. That's fine. But I think it's between, like, maybe three. Yeah, because four was the one that was like, ugh, I don't know mm-hmm. that Yeah, one. it was very different from <laughs> episode three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, you're throwing too much. And then with this one, it just seems like, why are you giving us 
Or why y'all just well, get that into the story of who Batwoman is? Well, we find out some shit at the end, though, that kind of makes that different at the very end, the plot twist. Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. So, but... I, I, I did like that, though. That was okay. That, that was fucked cool. me up, man. That, I wasn't expecting that um, at all. Um, and I had a problem with it, even though I liked it. Uh, we get... What do we get next? We get... Uh, okay, so the black dude, the sniper, is meeting with Alice, and they trade off, and he get the gun, and she take a bullet out. She's like, hey, uh, send Batwoman my love. So I don't know if that means kill Batwoman or... Batwoman is the motherfucker who hired you? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. What? What is that? Is to kill Batwoman? No. She did that to help her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that that's another thing that, like, fucked me up. Um, have you, you seen Leverage? Yeah. That's what this episode felt like to me, was an episode of Leverage. They do this, all this shit for, like, 50 minutes, and that last 10, they oh, show you how they did. Of- hmm? The breakdown of, yeah. of how shit was done. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So I was like, oh, this shit is good. So they, I forget why they even at this fucking abandoned building. But Sophie is in there with her GPS. And I, why is she wearing a hat or something? If somebody got it, I don't know, whatever. Um, She have a flashback to her and Kate talking. And she like, look, man, I'm going to sign these papers because I ain't gay no more. I'm delivered. And then Kate was like, nah, fam, I love you. I know deep down in my heart you love me, too. And if you really love me, you won't do this. And she was like, nah, bitch, I don't like you. And so pretty much what um, Kate says is like, all right, do you... If Okay, fam, what are you doing? <laughs> this is like, nah, I ain't gay no more. I'm delivered. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I'm just thinking of, yeah. you know what I'm thinking about. That's what she did. <laughs> but no, he said, you know, you, you do the shit, you walk out of me, this is the biggest mistake of your life. And pretty much she said, if you don't love me, say it. And then something's like, yeah, I don't love you. Now, again, my issue is, there's one thing for Sophie to be like, you don't understand, you're a wealthy white woman, I'm a poor middle class black woman this is the only option i have that's one thing but to lie to her face you ain't even got to tell her that jacob said anything you could just be like look this doesn't make any sense for me logistically because if i want to pursue this career or whatever i have to sign this paper and make her understand that way and if she don't understand it fuck it but to be like oh no i don't love you bitch we was just in the bed talking about this shit yesterday what happened between yesterday when we kissed and today, then now you filling out this paper. You like you, now you don't love me? Like that's something I and and that that's that's my that's where I'm coming down on Kate's side in her defense. Even though I ain't trying to defend her either. But it's one thing to be like, I can't do this. And we come from two different worlds, but to be like, oh, I don't love you. I gotta cut you loose. Like, nah, fam. So, I ain't, I ain't got no respect for you, Sophie. Yeah, fuck you, Sophie. Heifer. So, some random man is like pulling down Kate's medal of, I, I don't know, I'm not military, whatever this damn gold medal, Olympic medal. Which is so unrealistic, bro. Yeah, because she's a student. Like, why are you, you I, 
I get people giving giving people their roses and accolades and whatever, but is that normal? Like y'all, this is a school. This is what y'all here for. It takes it's a process um, to strip away medals and stuff like that, even mm-hmm. for like the military. Okay. It's, it's a slow process. Jeez. So for them to show that like he just stripping it down and sh- like no, Mm-mm. especially uh, if you're one of the top people. No. Yeah. Um. Which is another reason why I'm like, if she's the top person, top two people, and her dad work at the school, and like, and she's wealthy. Like, forget the gay shit. Forget her being a white woman. She's just wealthy. Period. That's number one. Why are we? I don't. Whatever. I don't. It's, I'm okay. I'm, I'll get over it eventually. Um, this part, Sophie, shut the fuck up. She says, you can't fucking take this down. I can't believe you. You know, she was the only person who ever won this shit, and she did it drunk. We got fucked up on tequila the night before. And I was like, well, this is... Oh, you snitch. This is a good reason to get rid of her then. Like, that was horrible. Why would you... Why wouldn't you just say we was out training the night before? She was dog tired. and she, I mean, even that's not better, but it's better than being intoxicated. I was like... She could have killed someone. She come out with the whole confession. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, you telling on yourself? Yeah, yeah. It's like idiot. And I, I, this felt like a Spike Lee effect. Like I get the patriarchy and overthrow it and whatever, but this nameless white man who's here, who's his whole, his whole job was to be yelled at by this gay woman to like have people cheer. I don't. I mean, it's cool, I guess. I didn't like it, though. Like, especially because if the man who caught them kissing was like a black man, but he was very blurry, you didn't see him. If We've gotten flashbacks before. Why couldn't you have introduced this man so I could have some emotional tie to him? You'd be like, oh, man, nigga, you was they coach, or you was they head cheerleader, and you doing this shit. Like, I didn't care. I, I know I'm very pro-black, but you ain't about to have me angry at this white man because you didn't do the legwork of making him be a Like, her yelling at him was like, okay, like, anybody, anybody could have took that shit down. The confession of she got drunk the night before, I'm mm-hmm. like, what does it matter? <sighs> like, I know a bunch of folks that, you know, that they did that, but yeah. they passed the damn PT test the next morning. Uh, and I bet you they would have signed that paper. Um, uh, man, I don't know, man. She's fucking silly as hell, man. Um, yeah, man, forget Sophie. So we go to Jacob's office and Catherine is there and she's like, look, man, let's put all this shit behind us. We gotta, you know, we gotta do this shit. We gotta be in love. Um, we a power couple. You seen on the run to tour. Um, we could do anything, Jacob, as long as we do this shit together. I can't act. But I'm better looking than you. No. Um, she she said all that, and Jacob is just looking at her like, all right, fucking, let's do this. Um, and then we cut back to Sophie, and now she's in a house um, using her GPS to locate some shit, and then Batwoman shows up. Um, and she gets to kind of confessing stuff to Batwoman. Uh before you say anything, I want you to know that if I could do it all over again, I would love you hard, and I would. And see, what I said earlier would have made this be so more impactful. 
if you had have opened Sophie up to be this person who's gay, and then we meet her and she's with her husband, and you show the her just falling back into her gay um or bisexual but queer space and loving uh kate and just feeling bad because oh i'm married i don't know what to do i love my husband too and then she give this whole if i had done things different if i had left with you i never would have met tyler we never would have got together he i wouldn't be hurting him i wouldn't be hurt but this story she given after you've told her dad who she is it's like i don't give a fuck Uh, it's, it's no point. It's like, why are you even doing this now? I don't know, man. She said, I, would, <sighs> I don't know, fam. She's selfish to me. She's the I told him because I didn't, I didn't want to lose you or some shit. I'm just like, man, I don't care about that shit you're talking about. I don't. Mm-mm. So I don't know, man. What this scene look like again? Somebody not a part of the community. What does this look like to you? This. This whole confession and then uh, near kiss and then Kate showing up. The like, confession was like, why now? Mm. Why, like, why now? Yeah. Why are you telling me this, bro? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, fuck her, man. Um, and why do you... Well, she don't know that she told Jacob, but it's... In the same sense, it's like, why are you wasting your time telling Jacob who I am? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Why'd you try so hard to deny who you are? Just, you know, it's just, it's irritating. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially when, if I'm in love with you and you're Batwoman and I want mm-hmm. to save you, why go to your dad with the same shit I can go to you with? Because if you're Batwoman, clearly you got gadgets and shit. Why wouldn't I say, hey, fuck our past. Listen, I love you. But you're in danger. There's a gun that can shoot through your suit. And this nigga got it. And I don't want to tell your dad. But don't force my hand. Because he's the only other person who can stop this technology. Like, you went straight to the dad. I don't know, man. I don't know. Shot straight the chain of command. Yeah. Like, if I <laughs> loved you, why am I going to your dad? And I, and I feel Kate on that. Every time some fuck shit happened, it's because of my dad. We stopped looking for my sister because of my dad. He married the bitch that made us stop looking for my sister. He favors you over me, and I don't. I'm not jealous of you as a lover. I'm jealous of you as a woman because I'm his daughter. But he fuck with you harder than he fuck with me. Then all the sh- he didn't sent me away. He don't like the gay shit, which I don't know if he really does or not. I don't know if that bothers him or not. But everything bad that happens to Kate some kind of way is related to her dad. And now the motherfucker who you asking to trust, to put your trust in, you back in the day and today, she's going back to your dad with some shit? I, I wouldn't fuck with her. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, I ain't fucking with her. That would be that would be crazy if... Kind of like how Sophie's story is just confessed about her, her mom. Yeah. That would be something if Jacob, there was something with him, mm-hmm. and why was this separation between him and Kate, or mm-hmm. if Kate go off on her own like that, or mm-hmm. Jacob push her away for uh, reasons, yeah. or what? Man, I don't, man, fuck, man. And I don't even like Kate and Jacob. They don't think they have chemistry. They don't seem like they're related to me. They just. 
But I don't, you know, whatever. I'm not a woman. I don't have daddy issues like that. So I don't know if there's a daddy's little girl complex and some issues. But I don't know. Um, what I do know is Batwoman got her ass shot. And the sniper shot her through a brick wall. And um, then the crows come. And they get her body and they throw her in the back of one of them crow trucks. Luke is on the intercom talking to Kate. Kate is in a damn uh, on a motorcycle speeding through Gotham, um, chasing the truck. And Sophie is, I don't know, being doofy as hell. Uh, how you feeling about this intense race against time? <laughs> this the the. <laughs> The gunshot, right? When it was first shot, it was shot through, what, some, like, drywall or some shit? Yeah, well, it was a brick wall. Like, no, was... no, not with, this, not with this scene. Wasn't there a scene prior to that? Yeah, yeah, where Alice, um, well, when she was with the black dude, she shot it at, at a wall because they were outside in the alley. Uh, did she shoot it again? I don't know. Maybe. But this time around, when it was shot and it hit the Batwoman, you know, Batwoman costume. Mm-hmm. Like, Batwoman, like, flew the hill back. Yeah. Yes. Brick wall. Yes. Like, 40 in the air. Yes. And she should have died. She, thank you. That woman should be a corpse. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was just, it was so crazy and over the top how she was just shot out of the window or the brick wall. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Mm, but this, the chase scene wasn't too bad. I I liked the chase scene a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, have you seen I the, it was really cool. there's an anime, Durara, D-U-R-A-R-A-R-A, something like that. Um, it's about a, uh, a headless horsewoman who was like a whole complicated backstory, but the show opens up in like present day and she rides a motorcycle and she like be killing niggas and shit. That's what this reminded me of. Um, check that out kids. Uh, but yeah, Batwoman should be dead. Well, Julia should be dead. Cause that's what was in the Batwoman costume. And, uh, the sniper come out and he like, what the fuck? He looking at the gun like, why the fuck this shit ain't killed his hoe? Like, what the, the fuck? <laughs> um, and he go back to Alice and cuss her ass on and she like, look, motherfucker, the devil deals the cars. I don't know. She, um, they arguing back and forth and he like, man, you fucking over the, the leader or whoever the fuck. I, Sophia. Who the fuck is that? Oh, I think. I think if they do it right, Sophia is going to be the big bad of this entire season. Okay. Well, I'm not even going to look that's up if, that person. That's if they do it right. And we saw what they did with the Executioner. Um, so we get that leverage flashback where you show Alice giving the sniper the bullet, but she switched it out with a less potent or a knockoff of the bullet that should have killed Batwoman before the fit, the 40 foot drop. Um, yeah. And so she's like, yeah, sister, I, I'll protect you and all this other shit, which turns out that that's pretty much what she did. So 
on the surface, we get a sniper who's got the one gun that can kill Batman or Batwoman. And he gets it with Alice. She gives it to him. And they kill all the people who can recreate this gun. So they're the only people with it. And he shoots her, tries to kill her, and she's not dead. And then it comes out that Alice has double-crossed this nigga. So, yes, nobody else can recreate the gun. I'm the only one who has the bullets for the gun. So... Now I've protected my sister and I've gotten, I don't know, whatever. That's the first little, like, I don't know, uncovering shit that happened. And I don't know how to feel about Alice um, in this moment because I don't understand what they're doing. I get that she hates Jacob and she loves her sister and she's not trying to kill her for real. But what was the point of all of this? From Alice's perspective, if Batwoman is not dead, and like, cause don't the man still got the gun? He just don't have the bullets. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. I don't. This is the first time I'm confused with Alice. So this is what what made me laugh mm-hmm. real hard. I forgot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when the rifle said, or he made mention of Sophia, and she. Bruh, she backhanded him. Oh, <laughs> good God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. Alice is a deranged motherfucker. Yeah. Like she gave him the backhand from hell, bro. I was like, good gracious. Oh, uh, man. You already know what I'm going to say, but I, I it, it was. That was shocking. Because um, Alice don't. I just do what the fuck she wants, so that was shocking. I was like, oh, why this white woman hitting this black man? But I, I, I pulled myself out of that because I'm, that's going to be the issue I have with every show. Because when she did that, that was just my eyes got real big. I was yeah. Like, what's <laughs> like, you about to do? Yeah. And I don't know why I ain't punched that bitch in her face. Well, she got the Wonderland gang, so you got to be. He don't know they can't fight. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. So that happens. Uh, he walk off. He going to tell. Sophia, um, coming down like babies with pacifiers, me and Mariah, um, we go to the Batcave, Julia is getting her Wolverine adamantium body bandaged up, cause she's not dead, um, no bruises on her head, face, and nothing, and she's like, yeah, that girl, that black girl love you, you better get with that black girl with your pajama shirt, and Luke walks in, he's like, so who he said got stabbed with a butterfly knife? <clears throat> Damn, what he said? Oh, shit. Trying to see him. I got the the ending playing. Um, homegirl tomorrow. Yeah, Sophie, love you. Um, the knife that the police. Oh, Derek Holcomb's. I don't know. Whatever. Somebody got stabbed, but we saying it was Alice. And um, Kate is wearing a very distracting like boyfriend shirt. It's very big. And she said that she hired the rifle to kill... Oh, the Asian dude who got stabbed, yeah. So she hired the rifle to kill everybody who can make that gun. And then Julia's like, yeah, man, I gotta go, because... Which is convenient writing, but I was okay with it with this episode. She was like, yeah, um, what if the rifle come back? You Where you going? And she was like, yeah, well, I just got word from headquarters that he's in Santa Monica or... I don't know, the Caribbean, like some shit. And she's like, yeah, I got to go. Bye. 
but <laughs> it, I oh well, but she before she left, she left some words of wisdom. Uh, Bruce never let nobody in, and whatever. I wasn't in his shoes. I don't know what the fuck the anger was going through, but when you don't trust nobody, that's how you're able to disappear for four years and nobody not have uh, ask no questions. And I thought that right. was that was cool. Um, you're acknowledging the elephant in the room, the disappearance of Bruce and Batman from a different perspective than Batman ain't here to save us from somebody who know him. And you're imparting this like cautionary tale onto, um, Kate, like, you know, be careful, motherfucker. Don't let this shit happen to you. So I did like that. Um, yeah. What, how you feeling about Julia Hart in this episode? That's the last time we've seen her. What you thinking? I like Julia. I mm. like her. I mean, if she was, she she would be somebody that I could see playing Batwoman. I wish she could. Or even Spectrum, Helena. Shit, Ophi maybe. Huntress. Yo, now I I think she might have had the range, and I think that. Okay, how do you? What do you think, Sophie and Kate's relationship? would have been like if Sophie was white. Do you think that like the flashbacks and their present day stuff, do you think it would read better or differently? It would it would read differently. Uh would it read based on Julia or the actress playing Julia mm -hmm. is a much better actress. Yeah, I agree. I think it would have played differently. But if they gave her the same backstory, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, if they gave her the same backstory that Sophie has, mm -hmm. I think it would have. She's just a good actress. Yeah, and it would have played off very well. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, shit. Yeah. Um, the fact that a lot of the writers are pulling, you know, from the New Fifty Two comics, they could have made. The actress that plays Sophie Julia Pennyworth, mm. Mm. And, and had her in here for just like one episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm with you. I think I think it would have. The only reason why I say it would have been better if Sophie was a white woman is because I don't think that the writers and, and okay, I don't want to put this on the writers and be like I'm shitting on them, but I don't think whoever the powers that be are. I don't think they're allowing a very honest story to be told. I think it's very surface level. We're gay, but I'm black and I had it worse than you. And what, like, cause I don't, I don't feel that Sophie is representative of what a black lesbian woman would. And, and I, I say that knowing that black people don't exist in a monolith or not existing in a vacuum, there are probably more than likely women like Sophie out there. But she seems, for the backstory she has, she seems very white because I feel like she was just written as a character, more than likely a white woman, and they were like, hey, let's make a black woman, Sophie. Um, but I think that if she had have been white, regardless to who played her, you could the story could be told exactly the same and you take that racial element out of it and it would just be like, okay, two white women who are bumping heads and the differences is class versus class and race because you know how black people are treated in the world versus white folks. So I think that 
with the show we're given, if Sophie was white, the relationship with Kate would be better. Not to say you can't have a black woman, but I feel like if you're going to have Sophie be this downtrodden, um, I got a religious black mama who hate that gay shit, and I had to get out the ghetto somehow. You got to write her. Yes. Efficiently, bro. Because you're leaning into some shit that you are not pulling off well, and that's a problem. Like that, how her story, her confession of that story is very common in the real world. Mm Mm-hmm. Very common. And I'm like, oh, okay. But then at the same time, I'm looking at Sophie and then she telling the story. And I'm like, no, I don't believe it. Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) This is not believable, bro. Because I know so many people that are living that life, but then they got to separate it. Mm -hmm. And then, you you know, their family finds out what they truly are. It's just like, like nah, we not feeling that. Mm-hmm. And then I get a whole different react uh, a reaction from the p- people that I know. Yeah. So it's just like I'm like Sophie, I don't nah, man, it's not believable. Mm. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I I'm 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 off of this black woman getting the check though. Get your check, sis. Keep getting your check. But I just oh, yeah, that cool. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> just. Fuck that. Get your Batwoman oh, checks. Do that. But I just, man, she's just a trash character to me for the way that she's handling. And and honestly, that's not even necessarily a bad thing because life is ugly. You get into these situations sometimes that are just, not that they're necessarily out of your control, but they are a combination of so many other things where some of them may not be. So I do want to be clear that, yeah, we talking about the character i don't i'm not putting this on the actual actress it's the character that she's portraying it's trash but at the same time that's life shit happens um yeah so sophie shows up to the first acquisition in the kane realty group which is this big ugly building abandoned building and um you know, she's like, you know, what's up, bitch? We went on a date, right? And she was like, I'm on a boat. No. um, she, the, Her and Kate get to talking to Kate. It's like, man, no, this ain't for me, you know. Because she can't tell her the truth, the true truth. She's like, I heard the shit you said to Batwoman, and, you know, this ain't it, Chief. And so Sophie, which has me very scared, not scared, um, unsure of what the fuck her motives are. She brings Kate a gift in a little white box. And she's like, what were you going to tell me at the at the date or whatever? And she's like, hey, no, you know, whatever, I want to come clean. I still like you, but I don't think we need to be together and hang out. And I'm going to take your advice and whatever. And she pretty much shut down whatever future they may have had in this moment. And Sophie's like, okay. And she gave her the gift. Open it. It's that damn Medal of Honor that she stole. I don't know. And Kate cries. And that was believable to me. But what I don't like is you went right to your husband and was like, you're the only one for me, baby. No. If Kate had to say something oh, different, you would have been like, all right, well, I'm back on this train now. Like, And I know this is what I've been asking for. It's just like her story. Yeah. It's just not believable because I'm just, and yeah, it's a TV show, but I'm like, fam, I, I know 
people of the LGBT community that deal with shit like this and they try so hard to hide it and then it's like but once they try to come out to their family it's mm-hmm. just like the family not rocking with it and then at the same time when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. they make a choice they mm-hmm. gonna make a choice in there they ain't gonna be doing all of this flip-flopping bullshit nah, nah, yeah. <laughs> i'm okay with Sluffy being by i'm okay with all of that but, I mean, no, that that too, but it's just, I mean, you, you get what I'm saying. No, no, yeah, no, I do. That's in, I, in, in that I'll, perspective, in, in that aspect yeah. of what she's doing. It's like, man, they don't be doing this stupid shit, man. Like, mm. for, yeah, she, it, this is, the, like you said, this is the first very heavily soap opera type episode, and I liked it. But with it being the first after all the shit we've already been through, n- I don't want to say it's too little, too late, but it, the 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 space that you could have established that would have made me feel sorry or more empathetic to Sophie and her situation is gone. I don't, I I can't feel that way about her knowing that this is the shit. Um, this is the shit that she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like you playing the fence, which is fine, and it's really fine for the show because it's a soap opera. But you playing the fence in a way that I just I don't like her I think what did it for me ultimately was the elevator scene in episode 3 and you know Mary sitting off in the corner and she's hearing everything that uh, Sophie's telling Mm -hmm. Tyler and it's like Tyler's asking questions and she's just kind of she ain't blowing them all but she told him she was just she lied to him yeah so that, from that point forward, it was just like, all right, bro. Yeah. This pick is whack as hell. No, yeah. Mmm, man. Um, yeah, that's some shit. But whatever, we'll see how that happens or how that how that plays out. Then we go to Mary showing up to um the new building, and Kate is putting up a les a lesbian flag, a rainbow flag. And this again, no shade, but the lesbians I know they are, they proudly wear that fucking flag. So that was one of the most believable parts of this fucking show. And uh, Mary's like, man, this shit is a fucking dump. You couldn't pick someplace else. And Kate's like, yeah, but this is across the street from that restaurant of that man who is homophobic or was a bigot or something. And I like that. I think this show, this episode was done really well. Um, little things like that, um, the uncovering, the killing the three people and then doing the like leverage reveal. That was cool. Like, I think all in all, this was a very solid episode, like structurally like laid out. It was one of the better ones emotionally. No, I'm still number five is still my, my favorite, but this was a really good episode. She got the nerve to talk about the building that she bought. And it's like, girl, you got a whole abandoned building that you got as a hospital. Man, say. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. know that's gonna play that's gonna play a part later on in the season. I'm pretty sure yeah. Kate that's something's gonna happen with that where she buys it up and then turns it into an actual um probably. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, um, Mary, like head administrator of the. She the would hospital. want to, like, your sister out here, and 
Mary, poor Mary. She is the innocent in all of this. She keep getting the short end of the stick from every fucking body. Kate, Mary deserves better, man. She deserves so much better. Give her her things, man. She. Facts. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think something is going to happen when when it comes to that abandoned building in the hospital that Mary has. Yeah. I'm, okay. I got a feeling. I want an episode all about Mary. We can get a B-plot on somebody else. That's fine. But I want it all about Mary, like a horror thriller episode where she's locked in that hospital and maybe she's like caring for somebody and trying to save their life while trying to stay away from the killer, and she end up murdering the motherfucker, and she's changed forever. Not that she's, like, angry and trying to kill people, but that she's, like, dealing with... Like, I want some... I want her and... No, not her and Luke. I just... I could just take her. But I... That's what I want. That's... Oh, shit. That's kind of like a... Say it? Because they got one. Oh. They got one with an arrow with, um... Uh, what's... Uh, his sister Thea. Okay. Uh, oh damn, I don't want to spoil that for you. No. Okay, well I'll just be on the lookout. What season though? What season is it? Um, somewhere of like four and five. Okay. 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 That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I want that. But uh, what happens next is Alice is has like a soup kitchen line set up in her where is Alice's headquarters we went to the orphanage like in episode one or two never went back there she for somebody obsessed with Alice in Wonderland and all of this fantastical shit why is her place why doesn't it look better it looks like Mary's right. hospital like it, I don't I don't like that but whatever uh maybe they're all homeless I don't know um, but in walks her dad and Jacob is like, look, bitch. No, he don't say that. That's, um, it's Johnny and he rips off the mask and he's like, Hey, it's me. This is the last plot twist that I like, but I don't like, but I really like. We find it's out. Mission impossible. Shit, man. Fam. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Which they, they kind of let it be known early in the episode. I just didn't pay attention. Well, I paid attention to it, but. So what happens is we find out Jacob has been up at a cabin in the mountains or whatever this whole episode. And the Jacob we've been watching has been Johnny um, Mouse, which I'm fine with because that's what Catherine says. She's like, yeah, he's up in the mountains, so he ain't coming to the um, divorce proceedings or whatever. So, But when I saw him, I was like, okay, maybe he just didn't show up and he came back. What I'm a bit cautious about, which means that now he – he doesn't even know that Kate is Batwoman. So I like that they did that. But how did... Oh, if, if Jacob is in the mountains and everybody knows this, why are we not confused when he's at work? And when they show the real Jacob in the car on the phone with somebody talking about, I'm going to spend a couple more days in the mountains, was that a flashback to something that happened at the beginning of the episode that was like off screen like it was the timeline wasn't clear to me that that scene looked a little weird to me mhm so wait a minute so that scene right there that is that was the real jacob in the car yes 
on the phone. Okay, that's right, because that other scene we see, it was actually Johnny. Mm-hmm. But, so that means... See, you, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what... Yeah, I see... Mm-hmm. Which, I, I don't... You're saying, was that present time or was that flashback? Is it I even, think it was present. Which, here's what I got from that. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's this, this is what I'm getting. Okay. I figure with that reveal... I think the real Jacob got kidnapped or something. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And Allison, the Wonderland gang, are, you know, they're behind it. They kidnapped Jacob. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm thinking too far ahead or I'm, you know. See, I don't think so. Like, and that's how why, do they have his face? But that's why I say I think that Jacob in the car when he's like, yeah, I'm going to be at the cabin in a few more days, I think that happened at the beginning of the episode. So that when we see this whole Jacob the whole time, has been Johnny. But the show fucked up because they could have put the real Jacob in like a sweater or like one of his police academy t-shirts so that you could, because Jacob is always in a suit. So we know he's in a suit. So if you had him more relaxed, like, yeah, I'm... Because you weren't in the cabin on business. You went up there to, like, get away or whatever. So they didn't make it subtly clear that there's two different Jacobs. So it was just a poorly done, I think, poorly done flashback. Because that... No! Oh, no, you might be right. No, because we get in the in the preview for the next episode that he is kidnapped by... So, you're right. My bad, fam. You're right. Oh, so he was kidnapped. Hey, either either what I'm saying is true and this happened. I didn't see, I didn't see the teaser leading up to Oh, well, well, yes and no. I think we're both right because I think that I'm right in saying that it was before the episode started and that was a flashback. And then you're right in the sense that eventually what you said is actually what happened. Because Alice has him tied up. This family keep tying each other up and shit like. Bruh, like, this is all they do. Um, shit. I don't know. Shit. Motherfuckers. So, yeah. Um, that happened. And I'm still excited for the show. I'm excited for next week. Um, um, I'm kinda, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to expect. I did see that little teaser, but I'm trying not, I'm trying to stay away from spoilers for next episode. Especially because we got yeah. two more left before Crisis, so... Yes, um, Crisis is what I'm... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fam. Check this out. Because my, my mom watches Black Lightning a lot. She don't really watch any of the other shows. She's watched maybe like an episode of Arrow. She's not too familiar. Okay. Like me. Like the comic <laughs> character, but she watches Black Lightning. She's okay. never heard of And... I told her that there's a crossover coming with Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. She was like, "What's Crisis or whatever?" And I kind of, I kind of explained it to her what Crisis was and what the Monitor was. And then I said, "There's going to be a big crossover." And I said, "We're going to see Black Lightning. We're going to see Batwoman. We're going to see the Flash, Arrow. It's going to be this big event, Legends of Tomorrow, all of that." And um. I said, I don't know what Black Lightning's episode is going to consist of, but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it might be a team up with The Flash mm-hmm. and Black Lightning. Yeah, I, I, I think so, because that's who was in 
They were in a clip together, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, so I said, we're going to get an older Batman. We're going to get a, a younger Superman, an older Superman. And I said, it's, good. it's just going to be one big mashup. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, was, I figured you would know about it, but. Mm. Man. Tell your mama, she wanted to talk about Black Lightning. She could send in an email or a, a voice memo talking shit. Cause I look. Oh yeah, she she <laughs> trust, she will she will do that. I, I'll tell her or let her know. That. I ain't saying that's what's up. But no, nah, yeah, that's shit. My mom was into them comic book movies and TV shows. Heavy fam. See, ah, big fan. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Who I, I shit? I ain't even really put no thought into this. But who's your MVP of this episode? Um, MVP, I would say. Man, Look, I, I, okay, we barely saw Alice like that. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, hang on a minute. Mm-hmm. MVP. Yeah. I don't. Mm. I would say. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say Alice based on that damn backhand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nigga. <laughs> Oh. I was not expecting. I was like, did she just? Yeah, see that black man. She just did this shit. Mm. Um, I think I had too many to choose from. Um, I was like, man, Julia, but like, I know she the one off. I want to give her MVP. You know, she just popping in here. Let me see her come in some other episode. But then I honestly was thinking Kate, and I want to go with Kate. Um. I want to go with Kate. I can't really go with Sophie because even though I, I empathize with her, she just she's still doing fucked up shit. Um, I I think I gotta go with Kate because I told you before, like I be I be up and down on her every other episode, but for this episode, I think she gave me a lot of what I wanted. She, um, I got the backstory with her and Julia, which was surprising and refreshing. I got hers actually having a conversation with Mary. I got her um, coming up. She didn't just punch something. She actually came up with a Though it ended up fucking up Julia, she came up with a plan. She adapted to her environment. She still was snarky to Luke, but but I got to go with Kate this episode. That she really, she really did it for me, if I'm being honest with myself. Overall, I was very impressed by the feeling I got from her on this episode. So I gotta go with Kate. Gotta go with Kate. Uh, what about least favorite? Sophie. Ah. <laughs> now which one? Present day Sophie or flashback? <laughs> no, <Nah>, man. <laughs> you ain't gotta be specific, man. Um, but yeah, Sophie. Based on that damn, her dry snitching on herself, I'm going to go with past Sophie. <laughs> Sophie in the flashback. Uh, man, man, you screw her. Um, least favorite shit, everybody was so good, but Sophie. Because even that man who was being a bigot at the restaurant, he like, he got his five minutes of fame. Um, oh, I don't want to go with Sophie, but I might have to go with Sophie. Uh, Ugh, yeah, I'm, well, no, fuck it, I'm gonna go with Catherine. No, but, ow, 
It's hard. I don't know. I could leave her alone for a minute. She, it's whatever with Catherine. Yeah. Um, Weird ass. But yeah, flashback Sophie especially is just like. Mm-mm. Yeah, I would have to go with her specifically yeah. too, because I think her snitching on herself and Kate and. Doing that, oh, I don't love you, shit. Like, that whole last part of the flashback, to me, was even worse than her lying to her husband. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Fuck Tyler, man. So, what about ratings out of ten bats? What you, what you giving this episode? Um, seven out of ten bats. Mm, that's fair. Oh, shit. Goddamn. That's fair. Seven. Seven out of ten. Uh, ugh. sounds like a perfect number. I'm gonna go with six point five out of ten. Six point five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. I mean, it was good. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 I think it was one of the better episodes as far as structure and hitting points A, B, and C. But it didn't have the emotional shit that five did. I'm still. I'm comparing everything to five when I do my ratings because. That was just a good ass episode, man. Um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, fuck. What you uh? Any predictions? Any thoughts? Any any final thoughts? Any any? I think um, based on the final scene in that in this episode. Uh huh. Well, because you already you confirmed it that he was kidnapped, Jacob Kane. Mm. Um. Actually, you know what? There's going to be a confrontation between. There has to be a big conf- confrontation between Alice and Kate, mm-hmm. Johnny. I Man. feel like Alice is going to have a hard time trying to convince Johnny that she wants to kill mm-hmm. that woman. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I feel I feel that's gonna play a part into the next episode. I agree. Um, I think I think you're right. And even if not in the next, I think in, well, shit, I'll say the next too because Christ is coming up. And we don't know what's gonna happen after that. But I I think what I would like to see is for Johnny's dad to show up, like at the episode right before the crisis episode. Let this nigga show up. As like the cliffhanger, like he didn't fuck everybody up, cause he didn't popped up and and now it fucks with Johnny and. Thing. Hmm. Uh, here's one thing, and I was thinking about it, and I might be going, I might be way off. <laughs> In the Elseworlds crossover, uh, there was a book that the Monitor was, you know, he gave to mm-hmm. the scientist. Okay. And the scientist, he had the power to. Switch certain things around. Like there's one episode where Oliver and and oh, um, and Barry were villains. Yeah. Okay. But Diaz Diaz was working for the cops and he arrested both of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I might be going a little off, but with the scientists, could he? I don't know. Could he be the dad of Johnny? Wait. What do you? The, who you were just talking about, that scientist? Yeah, the scientist who was controlling the... I mean, the book. 
Possibly. Shit, I think anything is possible at this point. If you're doing a crisis and you converging a bunch of shit, why not? You know, why not because make... Because we don't know his where his dad's... You know, about his dad's whereabouts. Yeah. We don't know nothing about what happened after that. Did they kill him or what happened? Mm-hmm. Shit. I was like, oh, no. I'm thinking way too out of the damn box. But still... And I'm like, could, he, could be, but he, I don't know. Is Hugo Strange Mary's dad? You know, bring yeah. bring Gotham into this bitch. So you know, hey, this show need to quit fucking playing. I'm I'm more excited for yeah. Crisis now just from this shit. So this is how I feel about even though Titans is with their writing is very closely knit and they make sure everything ties back together. Yeah, that's how I feel with Titans. Because just when the episode is getting real good, yeah, it ends. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. It's so bad. <laughs> Especially with the the latest episode. Yeah. Because the latest episode, um, mm-hmm. actually the last two, is um, is basically leading up to Alazul or Nightwing. Okay. And that's basically what it's leading up to. And it's especially at the end of episode 11, it ended on something crazy. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, bro, I got to wait till Saturday to watch this shit again. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited for what's coming. Um, I don't know what that is exactly, but I'm willing to give them a chance to show me what they what their idea is, you know, especially with this countdown to crisis. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm very open to what they're gonna give us. I hope it's something that's uh, entertaining and that ain't a ball drop like how they did with the executioner. But I don't know, man. Shit, they, got, they already got me excited with. They got Tom Welling from Smallville mm, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. come in and play Superman. So I was like. Damn. Did they get um Dean Kane? Is he did they get him or no? I don't think they got Dean Kane. Damn, cause him and uh Homegirl from Desperate Housewives Lois, that would have been some shit to have him on there. Oh actually no. I take that back because I take that back. Don't me quote too. me on that. But I think he plays a part in here. I hope so. Because that's the There's Superman. Two, yeah. There are two other Supermans. No, no, there. Okay, it's it's uh, Tom Welling. Mm-hmm. Then there was another Superman that they got. I think it's. I think it's Brandon Routh from Superman Returns. Okay. And I think it's another man, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Or maybe Dean Kane has like a small cameo, and uh, what's her name? Uh, um. Terry Hatcher, who played Lois. Yeah, God, I couldn't remember her name for nothing. Yeah. I, I think they have small cameos. I hope so. I know so. they're trying to bring as many people as they can for this. They even got Kevin Conroy, mm. who does the voice for Batman in the animated series to mm. play old, the old Batman. So that's They pulling on all the stops. Like, this is some I shit. Think you got Kevin Conroy. I said, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Man... 
Yeah. I was like, damn, I used to say that. I was like, imagine Kevin Conroy is like an alive bat action Batman. Mm-hmm. And shit, we here. Man, like I said, I'm I'm more excited for this shit than I've been for any other crossover. So I'm I'm in. I'm 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 in. Shit. Um. Fuck. What about y'all? How y'all feeling? Uh, Kig Pod. What y'all What y'all thinking out there? Let us know what the fuck you got going on, what you're excited for, which is going to be your favorite episode, you think, what you're most looking forward to, which iteration of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, whoever going to be in this bitch. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, let these folks know where they can find you online. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I said Davis. Uh, I have a podcast, which is the Social Introvert Podcast. I drop every Wednesday and Thursday, mm-hmm. and I'm available on all digital streaming platforms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those links will be in the show notes, so of course, check it out, um, as it is every week. And, uh, of course, you know where to find me because you're listening to this. And if not, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. Um, shit, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com if you want to put a voice memo uh, onto the show, you want your voice to be heard, you want to write in and, and say some shit, ask some questions, give a fan theory or whatever else, um, email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com, use the subject line, I don't know, Batwoman, KIG Pod, something like that, and uh, shit y'all, until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay the fuck away from Gotham, I know I said that before, but honestly, it seems like shit finna get worse, so please, Stay the fuck away from Gotham. All right.